Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Future is Bilingual podcast. My name is Heather. I am so, so grateful for you for taking the time to be with me today. I know this is a very busy time of year, and I'm sure you have many things that you need to get done. And maybe you are able to multitask and listen while you're doing something else, which is great. That is my favorite way to podcast as well. First, just want to apologize uh, for my voice because I'm getting over a pretty nasty cold, but I am lucky that it is at the end of it and I can now enjoy the holidays and the end of the year with my family. So all is well on that front. Uh, so it is the end of the year, as I just said, I'm recording this on the second day of winter. The winter solstice just happened yesterday, which means we are in the middle of Hanukkah. Christmas is upon us. The new year is right in sight. It is not far away. And I'm sure if you are like me and you are listening to podcasts and on social media that you are just inundated right now with posts and episodes all about resolutions and making 2023 your best year ever and your best self ever and all these things. And this is actually, I think, a very exciting time. There's a lot of positive energy, a lot of energy in this end of the year and the turning of the new page and starting of a new calendar year. I enjoy it, but I know that it can also be a very heavy time of year and it's uh, people struggle with this time of year for different reasons. Uh, and I just want to bring you a very short episode that will hopefully simplify things and put a little positive spin on it. That is my hope. <laughs> so hang around if you are interested to hear the question that I've been asking myself just the past couple days, um, because I'm, of course, thinking like everybody, how do I make 2023 the best year ever? What happened this year, etc. So my question to myself that I want to share with you is what do I want to do more of? That's it. What do I want to do more of? Because really, we all have 24 hours in our day. And honestly, most of us, those hours get eaten up by lots of things, lots of responsibilities, jobs, children, just things that we need to do, right? Even just the basics like cooking and cleaning, these things that have to get done. So with the limited time, that we have free, what do I want to do more of? Now, I want you to notice that I'm not looking back at how bad this year was and all the things that quote unquote went wrong this year that I'm going to fix next year. It's not about fixing anything. It's not about thinking of what went wrong. Uh, it's also not about trying to do all, like think of all the steps that I need to do in order to reach some ideal um, reach some goal that I have in mind. So I'm not thinking of a goal, right? That's not my, my aim here either. And I'm not thinking about what I wish I could be. I'm not trying to change myself, right? I'm really looking at myself as I am now. What brings me joy? What do I want to do more of? So that is the question I would like you to ask yourself. Um, and as a really good exercise, you could take the time to write all the things down that bring you joy. This is also kind of a gratitude practice, right? From the very little mundane, like having a hot cup of coffee in the morning, to bigger things, of course. Um, so you can pause the episode right now. I invite you to pause and take a minute to write all those things down. I've done this in the past and I really enjoy it. I've also noticed every year it's kind of the same list of things that I enjoy, things that I want to do. Um, so if you're so inclined, go ahead and do that. But uh, myself, as I was thinking, I started to write down, as I normally do, what are all the things that I love? 
what are all the things I hope to do in the following year, the coming year, I kind of stopped and said, not all of these things have to be fixed, right? I'm still in that fixed mindset of fixed is kind of the negative, right? So I thought to myself, I'm happy with the amount of reading. I started to write, you know, read more, walk more. And I thought, you know what? I'm happy with the amount of reading I've I've been doing because I do it every night before bed and it's just a relaxing way that I, you know, most nights, I shouldn't say all nights, walk more. Well, I walk most days. So these are things I actually don't need to focus on per se. So I stopped writing and I said, okay, I'm just going to write down the things that really I should focus on so that my list is not so overwhelming. Because when I was doing this exercise, I would write these super long lists of all these things that brought me joy, which is wonderful, but it doesn't really give me something to work with. So this year I'm going to focus on things that I want to do more of, right? Things that are bringing me joy, but I want to focus on them so that I make the time for them. So these are kind of the things that maybe you let slip through the cracks that you wish you had made more time for, not to get negative, but right. If you do think back to the year, oh, maybe you wish you had spent more time doing X, Y, or Z. Now there's a few things you need to remember. We need to be realistic. As I said, there are many things we need to do every day and we don't have endless hours to spend doing all the things we love, kicking our feet up, reading a good book by the fire and ignoring all of our responsibilities. So please be realistic and think, what can you actually add, right? If these are things that you haven't been doing enough of, do you have time realistically to add them in? Hence why I don't want myself to have this hugely long list that seems impossible right? It's better to focus on one or two things and then feel some success. Oh, I'm doing these things more. This feels awesome. I love these things. They bring me joy. Maybe I can add another one mid-March, something like that, right? Uh, You also need to remember if you are saying yes to something, that probably means you need to say no to something else. So we need to kind of be, uh, what's the word? We need to be honest about how we're spending our time. Right? So everything we do takes time and there's not an endless supply of it. So if you have to find space, you probably need to take something else out. Okay? Just realistically, there's not time in the day. Uh, One last thing to remember, which I know we all know, but it bears repeating, is that life is unpredictable and things will get in the way. They will get thrown at you and throw yourself, throw your whole plan off course. Right. So when we make these kind of resolutions and we ask ourselves these questions, what do I love doing? What do I want to do more of? Just remember that you don't really get to control how 2023 will turn out with the best of intentions. Life will happen. So you can have the best of intentions and things don't always go the way things usually don't go the way we plan. So don't beat yourself up because that's just part of life. Right. You can acknowledge it and say, hmm, okay, this is a season. I'm going to lean into this. This is what I need to do right now. And when I'm ready, I will get back on track. So just be kind, be kind to yourself because life will definitely happen. Okay. So now that we know what the question is, let me give you three examples from my life of things that bring me joy that I'm trying to do more of already right now before the new year starts, because there's no magic that happens on January 1st, right? The first thing is to record more podcast episodes. 
So I know that 2022 didn't really see a lot of episodes getting published. I realized that it was a crazy year. As we talked about, life gets in the way. But I'm working behind the scenes on some solo ideas and getting some guests lined up. So even publishing this episode, right, is an example of getting more episodes published so that this does become more of a regular thing because it really does bring me joy to record these and to publish them and then to get feedback even from one person just lights up my whole day, my whole month when I think about, okay, one person is getting something out of this. It's worth it. So that's number one. Number two is to read more in French, Spanish, and Italian. So as you guys know, I'm a French and Spanish teacher, so it's always good to keep up reading with those. Um, you can get so much vocab from reading. It's just very enriching. And I've been learning Italian since March 2021. Or is it 2020? <laughs> I've been learning Italian I don't know how long. So um, reading in those languages is just really great. It's enriching for my vocabulary, my grammar, and it's just very helpful. And it's something that I enjoy doing, but that I don't always push myself to do. I've mentioned that I like to read before bed. And I'm kind of lazy because I'm tired, so I usually pick a book that's in English. But I've been trying to find other times in the day or just kind of force myself to get out of my comfort zone and maybe read in one of my languages because really it's not that hard. Um, and it'll help me calm down and go to bed regardless. So uh, as some of you on uh, Instagram know, I've been reading In Altre Parole uh, by Giumpa Lahiri, who's one of my favorite authors in English. And this is a book she published in Italian, so very fun. And I have a bilingual edition, but I've just been very slow reading it. So I'm hoping to finish that soon. And I also recently started a book, just a little uh, livre de poche, like a small book that I bought called Les Enfants Sans Roi, uh, Children Are King, or Kings. Um, so I'm hoping to finish those and, you know, just keep going with this momentum of reading more languages, um, finding different books on different apps, free books that I can get from libraries, things like that. The third thing that I bringing me joy that I want to continue doing is uh, studying Derija on my own and with my tutor. So committing myself to using a tutor has been very helpful. Um, she points out so many different things. I'm learning so much and it's also helping me stay, uh, what's the word, kind of on top of it, right? It forces me to kind of do things, um, study, and it's just help me make a lot of progress because it does force me to sit down and do something every week. Um, but I do want to study more on my own as well. I've got some resources, apps, and some YouTube channels and things of that nature. So I hope to continue studying a bit more on my own as well to kind of supplement what she and I are doing together. Okay, so before I close this very short episode, um, I did want to mention that there are a couple episodes in the archive in case you haven't listened to them that could be helpful this time of year when you're thinking about goals and things of that nature. So the first episode I want to um, suggest to you is episode 29, which was called How to Turn Goals into Habits. So it was a short-ish episode under 30 minutes uh, with five steps and very like real life examples from my own life of how I was taking these goals and actually looking at how I can change those and put them into my actual schedule and make them a habit so that they're not they don't remain this lofty goal in my head uh, the second episode was episode 41 called creating an immersive environment at home this 
was, this probably is our longest episode. I recorded it with my co-host, Marchin. Uh, it was an hour and a half, but it has many, many downloads and many people have listened to it because it's of vital importance, right? When we're raising multilingual children, we wanna create an immersive environment and the place we have the most control of is the home, right? So it makes sense that people really wanted to hear that episode. However, that episode is not just for the multilingual parent. We also, uh, my co-host Marchin does not have children. So he and I took this angle where I talked about multilingual parenting and he talked about language learning and how he created um, an immersive day in German for himself and how I created an immersive day in Polish for my kids. So that's an interesting episode to go back and listen to. And lastly, uh, one from way, way back in the archives is episode seven how to become fluent. And this episode also has some key tips on how to do that. But before talking about how to become fluent, we have to define fluency. What does that mean? What does it mean to be fluent? So give that episode a listen because it's definitely worth thinking about, especially if you're looking at people and their goal is become fluent in this language, reach C2 in this language. So episodes that might help you this time of year if you have not heard them. And even if you have, like myself, it's good to go back and listen to them, which I was doing because uh, it's been a while. Those episodes were published uh, at least a year, if not more ago. So I'm going to close this episode by wishing you and yours all the best this season. I wish you the happiest holidays and a very happy new year full of love and joy and, of course, health, the most important thing. Alors, joyeuses fêtes à tout le monde et bonne année. Feliz Navidad y prospero año nuevo. Buon Natale e felice anno nuovo. Wysztowes świąt oraz szczęśliwego nowego roku. Kula, mwa antum Take care, everyone. We'll see you in the new year.